Smartcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeesh. We're waiting. Did you not hear it? No. No idea. Are you hearing your computer audio? Yeah. And now it says you are. You hear anything? I hear me eating a strawberry? No. Well, that didn't work. We don't have audio theme songs and anything like that for today. Let's provide context. First, let's introduce ourselves. This is Eric's Law Pod. Yes, it is. And we just recorded an episode and we're hanging around talking and we're like, let's just hit play and do another mini episode because might as well farm that content, people. That's right. So this is the content farming bonus episode that we're going to drop whenever we fucking feel like dropping it. Um, Maybe soon. It may be later. Because I was like, we're talking about our lives and Jobeth was talking about how he's going to see Rage Against the Machine. And he's like, that's a story for the podcast. And we're like, well, the podcast could be now. So tell us. Yeah. So um, eventually when you're a parent, it gets cool, hopefully. And that that moment happened for me a few months ago when my 14-year-old approached me and said, hey, dad, will you take me to see Rage Against the Machine? They're on tour again. And I'm like, wait, what? Um, (laughs) The answer was that this was a wait what to both her asking and me learning that they had reconciled. And apparently this is a tour that was supposed to happen in 2020. The concert date that I am attending has been canceled twice because of COVID. And it's happening um, Friday night in Pittsburgh. And the plan was to go. And her mother is taking them, her, the kids, her new husband. Well, they're, they've been married for two years, but newer than me, husband, um, as she is my ex-wife. And uh, <laughs> they are going on their annual vacation to Maine to some cabin or something like that and they are supposed to be leaving that starts on the 30th so when we were booking all this and I was spending close to over a thousand dollars if you add the hotel in on tickets and hotel and everything like that these dates and the logistics of it all were cleared with mom so about a week ago I want to say I get a text from my ex, her mother, that says, 
what time are you getting back on the 29th, which is Friday? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, we were thinking about going up early so that we could get closer and not waste a day. And I'm like, whoa, I hold on. The concert's on the 29th. And I got a hotel room that is within walking distance of the concert venue so that I can tie one on, you know, you're not going to go to a concert and not, I mean, look, I'm not sitting here and saying that everybody has to go drink when they go to a concert, but I do. you know, <laughs> if you drink, you're probably going to do so at a concert and especially yeah. a band like Rage Against the Machine. Why wouldn't you? So this whole thing got jacked up and I am the kind of person who will go above and beyond to make shit happen. I am looking at flights from Pittsburgh to Manchester, New Hampshire, to Boston, Logan, to anywhere that might be along their path. None of this shit works. They all have layovers that are actually back down in Baltimore. Like the whole thing is to shit. So the kid's pissed, rightfully so, because she did absolutely nothing wrong. She's missed things like concerts before because her grades sucked, but this is the summer. She has no grades. She's good to go. Um, He's found a loophole. Ask for things in the summer. Yeah, so um, I posted on the Facebook, hey, is anybody interested in these tickets? And let's say that I paid a lot of money for them. Oh, so we get no resolution for your kid. Kid is just pissed in that. The kids, kids just fucked, and that sucks. So I hate this for her. Numerous people expressed interest in these tickets until I noted the price. I was not looking to make money on them. And I guess I paid way too much money for these tickets to the point where it wasn't even worth somebody being like, well, will you take this for them? Um, because I paid that much for these three tickets uh, because my kid thought that she was also going to bring a friend. So I get a message from P-Pants, um, friend of the pod, well, although I don't P-Pants. know if he listens. I know he has listened to some episodes before. Oh, we've talked about him before. He's friend we, of the pod. We, we've definitely friend talked about him before. He's like, hey, road trip. He's got ties to Pittsburgh. He grew up about an hour north of there. And I'm like, well, what is this? A bill review? Thing? Huh? Ties. I said, what is this? A bill review? He has ties to the local area. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, yeah, I, fortunately, even though we're recording in, a, in in with the place that does not have the soundboard, um, I still physically have the bell sitting here. So we're at least going to get the bell sounds during this one. Um, so really it just boiled down to nobody was taking these and I don't want the tickets to go to waste. And I would have to sell them for 30% more to recoup my cost with all the fucking StubHub fees or whatever. So fuck that. Um, not only am I going to Rage Against the Machine Friday, but uh, P-Pants is coming Thursday. We're going up Thursday instead of Friday. We're going to go to Liberty Magic, which is a, um, they have some arts trust in Pittsburgh that has this theater that they have monthly residents. And um, so I'm gonna, we're going to go to a magic show up there. I'm going to check out that theater and then go see Rage Against the Machine on Friday and drive back home Saturday. Who's taking the third ticket? I'm not sure yet. I've got some options of who I might invite. Um, A very elusive club. Yeah. (laughs) Joe, I'm invite you. um, I I mean, I've got two people that might be options, or I might just leave the ticket open because I'm bougie and want the extra extra space. Who knows? (laughs) Oh, my God. 
So you can man spread. I'm probably gonna man spread anyway. Like <laughs> well, a sub like a, like I'm on a subway car. Why not? Well, it's good to be self aware. Yeah. You have that going for you. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh that's a time. That's that's happening. Um that's fun. I'm going to the farmer's market next weekend. That's interesting. I, I mean, I, I it's, really, it's really tough to say which of the two events I'm looking forward to more because I always love going to a new magic theater. And um, I'm going to be seeing a performer who I'm familiar with but have not seen much of. Um, her name's Paige Thompson. She did a bit on Penn & Teller's Fool Us. And she was doing table side walk around magic at the Chicago magic lounge when I was out there a couple months ago, but I haven't seen like a full stage performance of her. So that'll be cool. Um, That's going to be a fun weekend. Yeah, it should be. And then we're going to come home and we're going to load a bunch of shit into one of those um, storage pods so that it can disappear before we list our house um depending on when this episode drops you may or may not have heard that i'm in the process of acquiring a new house and moving with a dog well i'm gonna go to the farmer's market with um a friend of the pod katie and friend of the pod emily ariel you should come to the farmer's market there's gonna be farmers this weekend yeah yeah sunday Erica's going to be back and I promised I would not make any plans because it'll be our first weekend together in three weeks. That makes sense. I've been to the Baltimore farmer's market once. Is this the one that's under the, uh, under the overpass? Yeah. Yeah. We got these really good scallion dumplings. There's a place, I don't like mango, but there is a place that apparently makes a very good mango sticky rice because the two of them are very excited about it, but they have these like scallion dumplings definitely want to eat them again that's my fun weekend plan i'm gonna get some fresh vegetables Woo! but i did get asparagus when i was there last time i've only been once it was good asparagus look i don't have a lot of excitement going on in my life but well wife lady's coming back yeah she's coming back from italy she's been gone like it'll be like two weekends but like only like three work weeks yeah um the fuck did jobeth go he won one minute and then did one of those <laughs> walked away i i assume he's getting another drink oh my god did you get but another yeah. drink yeah you did another uh bud light did you get another drink did i get another drink yeah yeah did you mention? The, did you mention on the pod that I walked away, or is this? A yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I figured. So, what's everyone drinking? I'm still drinking a vodka Lacroix, but this time, no lime juice. It is a beach plum summer flavor, and vodka, just plain Z's. Super exciting! This time, a Bud Light. Ooh, Maria, what you got? I'm drinking nothing but water because it's almost my bedtime. Aww. And but it's it's definitely my bedtime. We're past it. Yeah. Per usual, I took the dog out at the anus crack of dawn because I kept getting shit for taking the dog out during the day when it was too hot. 
by kept getting shit. I mean, Erica was like, maybe you should take him out. It's been Earlier. a hot Yeah. So I took him out at like eight this morning. And so it would be more than appropriate for me to have walked him already again. I'll tell you what, here's a law talk ding. It's been so hot and I've been so grateful that when I'm going to court, at least I can wear a dress, but I feel bad for all the people who have to wear suits. Oh my God. That is like such a drain off for them being men. Oh my God. They have to wear a suit, but like, it's true. (laughs) It's true. When it's hundred degrees, I'm like, Hmm. But I'm not wearing long. I mean, I, what I a trade off. They have one uncomfortable outfit. They're not even wearing heels. They're fine. I don't wear heels. Hey, I, the, our former president wore kitten heels. What? Oh, you didn't you didn't know that? Oh god. Google it. Uh, um No, I don't wear heels and I used to wear flats and now now we literally had this conversation on the pod. We can't do it again. What about shoes? Yes, exactly. The shoe but my, conversation. In but court. my new, my, but did I tell you about how I got new shoes? <laughs> this is spiraling. Listen, we're not even to episode 50 yet. We can't be telling the same stories. Fine. I won't tell you about my new shoes then. It's cool. Well, someone talk about something else. You didn't want to hear about my shoes. God damn it. I, I had a magic gig this past weekend. Mm. And, um, I may, I, so I volunteered myself. So a member of my business networking group is a member of the local Mason's uh, Lodge. Is that the right term? Got it. And they were doing this um, charity fundraiser event at the local VFW featuring a, let me see if I can get this right. A, a, an adult comedy puppet show and this is a guy that apparently has opened for gallagher and all these other all i can think of is this like a jeff dunham kind of thing well he's not a ventriloquist so it's kind of like that and it's it was very inappropriate um crossed many 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 lines and i you know being there's two things that this kind of lined up for me number one potential stage time which as a newer performer um and for anybody who thinks like i'm some big world touring magician get that out of your head i've been doing stage performance since november and i still don't know what the fuck i'm doing um it goes well but it's not i i have a lot to work on and a lot of improvement to do um but also i have i i I have no qualms about giving back in in charitable ways whether it be financially or volunteering my time for shit so you know, I, what's that? I said your penis. Uh, you know, for the cause, <laughs> as, as we've talked about, for the cause. Um, cheers to that. Um, an inside joke that may never be revealed but to oh, anybody, but, but Liz and I. Um, <laughs> we'll get an area. Oh, wow. Um, ooh, got, got sidetracked there. I, I, I had, way too many people after this show come up to me and indicate that perhaps I showed up the the headliner and I don't feel you had said to me when we were having lunch this past week because we were talking about this and I I remember I said I couldn't go because I was supposed to go to the baseball game that's another story um but you said that you anticipated something like that might happen 
Well, I'm, if you, if you yeah. were to if yeah. you were to have prejudged just the marketing material, myself a performer of less than a year, and this person who's been doing this for decades apparently, there would have been no competition. Like I tried to make better flyers for the. Well, event. they've been doing it for decades and they still haven't made it. Like. I yeah. say it's going to be us in like 20 years still doing the same podcast with our same one guy in the lake, one guy in Belgium. Yeah. There's two people in Belgium. I'm pretty sure. Right. Oh, us, okay. <laughs> our friends in Belgium, like the, 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 uh, it's either that or it's one person in Belgium listening to the episodes twice from two separate <laughs> devices, which I don't find. I feel like this has likely. to be a glitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the numbers maybe they're also two. All those people who get on for their pet. It could be, and that would explain two devices because if you're leaving it on at home and your pet, that's you know your smart speaker or, or a computer or what have you. And then if you listen to it while you're driving around, which is where I listen to like ninety five percent of my podcasting, um, that that's always in the car. So who knows, but I don't listen to podcasts generally. There's only one podcast that I will listen to not in the car. And that is a like secret paywalled magic podcast because I'm listening to it for a different reason, even though it's kind of turned into, and perhaps it always has been just kind of funniness. Um, RJ, who's a uh, shout out to his podcast, the uh, two characters and a clown we mentioned them a couple of weeks ago. They mentioned us. We're going to do some sort of collaborative podcast at some point in time. Um, but he's on that podcast with Matt Donnelly, the mind noodler. Um, and I thought that I was joining it when I did to get, you know, it was going to be some sort of like behind the scenes magic insight sort of thing. And there's a little of that, but it's more just fun and bullshit. It's, it is the equivalent to magic that this is to law. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. This is not a dig. I appreciate it. I respect that. I love that. I will still subscribe. I will renew my Patreon subscription when it comes up. I may even up my Patreon subscription. Who the fuck knows? <clears throat> love those guys. And one of these days, I think I'm going to approach RJ and say, Hey, can you rip into my routine? Cause I actually, I, I did video. I recorded my, my set this past weekend yeah so not to be released to public because it's still so very very much a work in progress i have so many things to work out with this um oh it went very well but again you've got to understand you know have you ever done any performance stuff on stage i do i mean i hosted trivia for a while so that's probably a little different but like something where it's supposed to go a certain way or have a certain feel you know it and you know all of your mistakes. Oh, yeah, but, no, trivia was not like that. But nobody in the fucking audience has any idea what this is supposed to look like. So I got great reactions. There's this one bit that I did that I actually opened with that I personally, as an audience member, and maybe this is because I'm an audience member slash magician, am not a huge fan of, but it fucking kills. Like audiences lose their shit over this this uh this routine so i incorporated into the bit into the i mean i open with it and i will continue to do this thing until i don't get the reactions that i've been getting 
because because ultimately I'm going out there to entertain people. That's that's the bottom line. I'm not going out there to entertain myself. Do I enjoy the reactions? Do I enjoy the repartee? Do I enjoy? Well, yeah, you wouldn't do it if you didn't like it. Right. Of course. Well, that's not true. I still run this law practice, but. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you wouldn't do another thing. I do. I would not take on another thing that I don't like. In fact, I I recently was not the biggest yeah. fan and realized how little joy the sports business brought me and whoosh, swung the axe. Um, but yeah, the 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 main goal though is entertaining the audience, and then if I can get the secondary entertainment from myself out of it, then I'm going to do it. Um, my wife was there. She hates the script that I used for it. But what basically what happened was I was doing a presentation for my business networking group. And I was like, I can take the script for this bit and I can adapt it to describe what I do professionally. And yes, it's fucking boring and dry because we're talking about what my office hand does to handle auto accidents, but I merged it and melded it in a story that, that fits in with this trick, if you will. And everybody fucking lost their shit at, in a good way. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this and I'm going to use the same script. It's, it's not sexy, but what the hell about handling auto accident cases is sexy until the, the fucking end of this thing where everybody forgot all the boring ass shit that I was just saying to get them to the finish line. Oh, I wish I saw this. This sounds so good. Because it blows their fucking mind. You got a deck of cards that you don't care about? I mean, the dollar store does. That's where I get them. In fact, I'm starting to buy them. I went to a dollar store, Dollar Tree specifically. A dollar twenty-five tree now. It is a dollar twenty-five, but I get two decks of playing cards in a package. They come on a little hangy rack, and that they were missing from a store that I went into yesterday, I think. And um, I was like, "Do you have these cards? They're usually, you know, on a hanging rack." And they're like well, we might have some in the back. I'm like, if you do, I'll take a whole case. And there were 36 boxes of the cards in a case, which is 72 decks of cards, which I need four playing cards for every member of the audience. And I had about 125 people in the audience Saturday. So, and then I've got another gig where I'm going to do this in November. That's going to have about 200 people. Um, So I need a lot of these cards because they all get torn up. Um, get a go go to the Dollar Tree and get one of these shitty decks of cards for the next time we do the podcasts, and I'll do the trick for you. Can you do it? Would I have the cards in my presence, and you're you have the cards in your hands? Okay. In fact, right. let's let's do this. Let's do this. Um, we are going to do well, this trick. You know what? Let's let's do this. I'm over talking you, but what if we record it for the TikTok? Because I'll be up on Monday. No, let's do this. Um, on the podcast that will drop on, hold on, let me math out what we've already done and figure out what today is. Today we dropped none of that. That one we recorded is 44. That'll be 45. This is a bonus, so it's going to go somewhere in there. So on, on, August 15th, on August 15th, that episode that drops, this is for the listeners out there. We're obviously going to record that episode sometime before that. But for the listeners, you need to have 
go get a shitty deck of playing cards, one that you don't care about. It can be one of the canceled casino decks. It could be one of those two for a dollar 25 decks at Dollar Tree. It could just be four fucking playing cards as long as on the back, the backs are the same and the fronts are different. So four different playing cards, all from the same deck. Have those in your hand when you listen to the episode that will air on August 15th. And we'll do this trick for everybody. I'm excited. This also gives me an excuse to go to the Dollar Tree. I hear they have some new good pens. Cool. Also, if you listen to the podcast with a spouse or a significant other or a sibling or a friend or whatever, they should also have four playing cards. They can come out of the same deck because there is a piece in this where cards are swapped between people side by side, that piece can be taken out for you just sitting by yourself, which is fine. Um, But it's an extra kicker that really blows people's minds. All right, when we record this, I'll try to have husband participate, so. Cool. And I will, um, depending on the time frame, I will either explain... I will either do the script that relates to the auto accidents or my wife hated it so much that she's like, I'm going to write you a new script before you do the arts council gala. I'm like, well, you got till November, do it. (laughs) I want to know what was so bad about this script. Well, I guess we're going to do that script so that Liz can see how bad it is. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to lie. It's dry and it's not exciting, but again, I'm, I'm nesting that into a routine that as an audience participant, it's, it's, I guess it's just gotten old for me. I've seen enough people do this or a version of this routine. But when I was in Las Vegas in October and I took my daughter, no, December, and I took my daughter, we went to see Shin Lim. And Shin Lim opens his show with a version of this. And there, you know, there are different types of audiences in the entertainment world. Like there is a thinking audience that goes to see Penn and Teller. And a lot of the people in that audience are magicians or hobbyists or have some sort of understanding. And, and I, I, dare I say they're a smarter audience that goes see Penn and Teller. Not to disparage anybody, but what was there in, in the uh, theater for Shin Lim was an AGT audience, which is decidedly a different mindset and they're there for something different and he opens the show with this routine and I my jaw was on the floor not at the reveal of the the routine that I knew how it worked and what was coming at the end but at the reaction that everybody in this audience it was like wild they were losing their mind over this and I'm like should I revisit this because this is something that obviously I know how to do. And it's what I like. I like opening my performances with something that involves everybody in the audience, whether, whether it be a thought visualization or this puts playing cards in everybody's hands. It also serves very self-servingly uh, as I ramble on about this is I take these cards and I put them in a little envelope that has my information on it. So it's got my logo and it has my, my social media link, 
like on there or that you know at psychicish which is my my uh social media for my my magic routine my mind reading stuff uh so it serves as a marketing channel as well because i get to put this you know advertisement so to speak who's our audience for this podcast we have the thinking audience or the not thinking audience it depends well who knows I think that I they mean, come I guess in here. I don't want to insult our audience. I like to think that they're a thinking audience. I, I would say that most Isn't of them are. Is this kind of like, oh, I'm going to use Ready the Bell? Go ahead. Okay. So, one of my favorite things in law <laughs> is that we call people sophisticated and unsophisticated. And really, it just means are you smart or are you dumb? But we Who does this. You don't do this. So you always talk about sophisticated versus unsophisticated clients. And fun fact for those non-lawyers out there. All of them are unsophisticated. Yeah. Because they're not lawyers. Otherwise they'd represent themselves. That's the thing. And they're definitely unsophisticated. No, a lawyer who represents himself has a fool for a client. Yeah. But yeah, so you Liz, know who, who who represents you for all your auto accident cases, and there have been a few. You. Yeah. Who is Joe? Not you. Not me. No. No, no one should right. represent themselves ever. But it's like so. Yeah, if you ever hear a lawyer and they talk about, oh, this person is sophisticated, this person is unsophisticated. Sophisticated just means smart. So they're saying you're smart or you're not smart. And See, when I'm talking to other lawyers, things is that lawyers do because we all you know, know you're saying someone's an idiot. If you want to talk about favorite lawyer vernacular, here's my favorite lawyer vernacular. And I haven't gotten to use this in a while because I haven't done criminal law in a whole long time. But back when I was first starting, um, I, uh, I used to, I mean, I, I first couple of years I would do criminal and that was even after you were there, I would still do some stuff. And I used to have these powwows in my office. And I know that you were part of some of them where they started off with us just talking about cases and issues and things like this. But then the whiskey got cracked open and it got a little wild, um, you know, with with Tom uh, from the, the public defender's office, who's now retired. Um, yeah, and sitting knows who job from the public defender's office. This guy's great. Um, fantastic. Oh, yeah, no, love Tom, but you're just like, oh, everyone knows Tom. No, we've never mentioned Tom. Well, you don't know who's listening to this podcast. Some of our uh, people might be clients. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Tom, Ed Ricciatelli, who's another attorney here in town, we would just sit there and powwow. We would just bullshit about stuff, tell war stories, drink whiskey. Ed would drink gin, whatever. And my one of my favorite pieces of like, lawyer vernacular that we would always use is that we're talking about a case and it's like so our hero this our hero that and really we're just talking that is code for the guy who fucking did it um oh you know that's what they call him on queer eye too what hero yeah the guy who's like being made over they call him the hero oh okay well i mean that's kind of the thing you know so so we just you know yeah our our hero decided that uh you know he was gonna rob royal farms in this way or that way or whatever you remember my hero that that knocked off 
four Royal Farms in one night and a car. And I had fucking five yeah. indictments for robbery with this guy. I think I do. Oh, this I spent a lot of time on this shit. Yeah. I got, I got four of those five dropped. I got, oh God, this was like, why am I not still doing criminal law? It's the time suck. That's why I'm, I'm better it. at it than you. You, you are. <laughs> you say that lovingly because we all know it. Oh, it's not a dig. It's not a oh, dig. No, I had a good time. I posted a status of this. I had a good time. And this is a mini episode. So we're going to wind down soon. I'm going to tell you about the good time I had at my bail review on Friday because I was just like, given no fucks. I was trying to just get my client out. And I said, my client would like to get out. You know, I was listening to some things and I said, he'd like to earn money to help pay his family back for my fees because I'm not cheap. And this was not meant to be funny. I am actually not a fan of laughing in court. I think court is serious. I don't like when people make jokes. I don't want to fuck around. That's why I don't go to court anymore. Like all I want to do is fuck around. Yeah. I mean, if I'm fucking around, I'm not laughing. Like it's to achieve a point. And this is my point is like, I am not cheap. I am good. Charge more. What I, well, I actually, I charge this guy a pretty penny um, because I'm worth it. And I said, and then I said that and I kept talking and then the judge starts laughing and I'm like, what am I saying? That's so funny. And I stopped talking and I look, he's like, I'm sorry. He's like, I'm laughing because you said you're not cheap. And his family is in the back of the room, nodding in agreement that you are not cheap. And I said, well, I am worth it though. And then he said, they're laughing. So I guess they're agreeing with you. And I mean, my guy got out. So that's like, so cute. Yeah, it was really. I love funny. that story. <laughs> Did I? I know that we had an episode way early on. We were talking about weird. I I told the fireball story, didn't I? Is this the he was drinking guy? Yeah. No. No. That's a different story. This that was actually that was a case that I had. Well, mm-hmm. it was connected to a case that I had, but this was a Jim Close case. Um, He's dead. He is. And, and rest in peace, Jim, one of my favorite people. And I know not one of your favorite people, but he was one of my favorite people. I would have considered him with along with Tom to be a bit of a mentor. Um, not in courtroom decorum. <laughs> not in decorum anywhere. Not in decorum anywhere. Jim was the kind of guy when, they, when he was working for the public defender's office would walk through the halls of the circuit court in Cecil County with a stack of files saying, where my bitches. And that was his call. Like, you know, a lot of people in the PD's office would have a list of names and be like, Jim Smith, Sally Struthers, whatever. And, and hopefully those people whose names were called would go and gravitate to their lawyer. He would just go up there and be like, where my bitches and hope that they all came to him. Um, he had this case where the client's name was Fireball. Okay. And it was yeah, the client's the, their legal name. The last name was Fireball, F I R E B A U G H or something like that. But that just happened to be the name it fits. Um, he was pleading out to his, I don't know how many, I want to say five, maybe more DUI. And somehow Jim, who was a very, very, very skilled and seasoned attorney, he knew his shit. He knew how to work people. He knew how to work a room. He was very inappropriate most of the time, um, very much missed by, by me and, and, and many other people. But 
he somehow miraculously got Mr. Fireball a sentence that was relegated to just weekends. And when you do weekends, you have to show up. You have to show up at the detention center by what is it like four thirty on Friday? I believe so. It's a set time. Well, your your weekend can actually be. It doesn't have to be a weekend. It's like a three day run. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a weekend. Or two nights, isn't it? Because you get out Sunday. So you can do Friday to Sunday, but like if your day's off or like Monday, Tuesday, you can do like Sunday to Tuesday, you know. Right. So, but you have to be there on time. Otherwise you pick up an escape charge. And so they're going through. Oh, I think we have talked about this now that, but. I I know that we've talked about this. I just don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast. So maybe this is just something new for new people to the podcast, because it was a very, very early on episode if we talked about it on the pod. Um, So he's in court, he's going through the thing and he's, you know, I don't know exactly where they are, but he turns to the guy and he's like, do you know where Cecil County Detention Center is? And the guy's like, no. And he's like, 500 Landing Lane. Do you know where that is? No. And he's like, it's near such and such. And I don't remember what the reference was because there's the Wawa. Because that now it's the Wawa. The Wawa's there now, but the Wawa was not there at this time. But whatever the reference was, he's like, no, I don't know what that is. Well, how about this? No. And then he goes, how about Joker's, which is a bar that sits on the corner of Route 40 and Landing Lane. And the guy immediately goes, oh, yeah. I know where Jokers is. Now, again, this is this guy's fifth or more DUI. Everyone, including the judge on the bench, burst out in audible laughter throughout the entire fucking courtroom. It was one of the greatest things that I've seen in in court in all of my days. Not for any sort of great legal reason, but just because it was fucking hilarious. Oh my God. Rest in peace, Jim Close. That, that is, that is good. And story worth telling again, if we've told it on the pod before. And my apologies to the loyal listeners who may have heard this for a second time, still worth it. If I told the story before it was in December or January. So it's been at least six months. That's the statute of limitations on retelling the story, right? Yeah, I think that's fair. So, all right. Well, I guess I know Ariel's fading. Past Ariel's bedtime. Yeah. I have not been sleeping. And I have to be in the office tomorrow. And I have a CLE in the evening tomorrow, courtesy of my employer. What are you learning? Interrogatories, which is an odd choice. Wait, there's For a them. whole CLE on interrogatories? Yeah. Now I'm it's second. funny because like... they're short and like it takes you less time to write interrogatories than it'll take for me to sit Well, that's what I'm like. I'm like, what do I not know about interrogatories? I'm like, I don't know. I'll CLE tell you. So my supervisor sent me the link and was like, I think this would be interesting. Uh, you should take it. And I'm like, we don't do litigation. I do. Yeah, we don't do litigation, so I'm not sure what the logic was, but I was like, sure, like in pro bono work, I'm still doing some litigation. Um, and interrogatories are there's a good the, I mean Lista's interrogatory Lista's uh 
litigation technically, but no interrogatories. I do. Family oh, that's law. right. I Never mind. Yeah. Family yeah. law. Family law. Never mind. I was thinking of your yeah. criminal cases. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. but I I do interrogatories. I, I love me and well, I'll let you know. No, you um, to go. You <laughs> just like I gossip. can write an interrogatory in for sure less than I two and a half hours. But sure maybe I'm not doing every it. Right. Interrogatories I've sent are just things that I Frankenstein together from other people's interrogatories. I think that there is a skill to it. I'll give it that. I don't think that I've ever. No, not I think. I have not done any cases that were complicated enough that would take a skilled interrogatory. But every time I do, every time I have a case also with opposing counsel and I think opposing counsel is smart, which usually I do think they're smart. You copy sophisticated, you mean? I'm like, so interrogatories for the, the non-laws are written questions, ding. In civil <laughs> litigation. Yeah, written questions that you ask. So in one case, when the other side asks me written questions, if I like one of those questions, I save it for the next time I want to ask someone else. And I think everyone does that, but I definitely do. No one has any original thoughts. Yeah. Why should you? No. You don't need to. All right. Are we adjourned? Ariel's out. Understandably. <laughs> you you can you can dip if you want i'm gonna do the whole uh tell people how to get in touch with us and all that jazz so listen august 15th goodbye ariel (laughs) if you are interested in participating and having magic in your hands uh have a deck of cards that again i'm gonna spoiler alert i'm gonna ask you to tear some of these playing cards in half okay so Make sure that they're not a special deck of cards, not something you give a fuck about. When I was Again, in law school, I had a friend who had porn cards. Don't don't waste the porn cards. Although you could probably do some interesting things with the pictures after you've torn them in half. But listen, he's a prosecutor now. The the Dollar Tree generally has two packs for a buck and a quarter. One of them is a red deck. One of them is a blue deck. They also near the registers. I've learned sell those canceled casino decks so you could grab one of those oh, who, that i did not know who gives a shit about tearing those in half but um have four different playing cards meaning the fronts are different the backs should be the same it'll all make sense when we do the the routine um i'm gonna do this on the air for everybody who's listening um on the episode that will air have a friend if you yeah if you have a friend get them to have some cards if you don't um, have a friend, that's sad for you. But you know that's probably why you're listening to this podcast. So it might be. Can. It might. Ha- it might be a contributing factor. It's why we're doing this podcast because we don't particularly have friends. Um, I have friends. Yeah. Well, I just don't admit to anybody being my friend. You want to know? I'm your friend. You won't admit it. I don't expect you to admit it now. One day in like 20 years, you're gonna say maybe we're friends, listeners. This man was in my wedding and he still won't admit we're friends. What episode of the podcast are we going to be on in 20 years? Will there even be podcasts? Well, right now where this is, well, this is mini episode, but our last full episode was 45. So it takes us about 40 episodes. 45 and we have another one in the can. So we've really done 46 full length episodes plus this guy. 
No, there's some bonuses in there because we just normal number all the bonuses. Who gives a shit? Yeah. We make our own rules here, okay? Um, what episode? And- okay. Episode, I'm going to say episode 300, which is a lot less than 20 years. Episode 300. If is- I have if I have my way and we go to three episodes every two weeks, that gets us there sometime next year. That's fine by me. So episode 300 is the very special episode where Joe finally admits he and I are friends. And- and if we do the, uh, if we actually do the the practice thing, which is going to drop yeah. another episode a week, probably we'll get there even faster. Okay, but if it's either way, episode three hundred, Jobeth finally admits he and I are friends. Fair enough. We'll it hasn't happened that. yet. One I'd, day, I'd, I'd like a less round number than three hundred for that. Well, obviously, two sixty nine. Got to do sixty nine. I mean, what else? Is it, oh. yeah to 69 <laughs> four, how about 469 four. it's gotta be a reason 469 all right reason yeah four, girl 469 yeah well we got to turn these episodes out that's when joe with admits that he and but i i'm not gonna do it 468 that's gonna be the fuck me and i owe you one episode okay <laughs> oh my god yeah there we go um so Love us, say something to us, give us crazy fucking stories. Let's 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 really since Ariel's gone and you don't have a bedtime and I don't have a bedtime and neither of us really care. I don't. I get to stay up as late as I want because I don't have court tomorrow. Um let's I mean, talk, to work, but I don't have court. Let's so. go deep into all of the things that we would welcome somebody writing to us about, which is almost anything, but we're gonna extrapolate some thoughts here, give you some prompts. I want any of this hear- shit. Air quote, air quote law pod at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We're going to read this stuff on the air. We will take out names. If you want us to take out names, you can either way. We'll send names if you want completely anonymous. If you want, if you want to be friend of the podcast, X, Y, or Z, we'll give us your juror member name if you want. Okay. Yeah, um, oh, Tim got a jury duty summons today. <laughs> oh, like a real one? Yeah, a real one. He's like, I've been summoned. You sh- he should write back, listen, I already listened to the podcast. I'm good. Yeah, um, a real one. I'm like, oh, you're not getting picked if it's a criminal trial. So tell us about a time that you were on jury duty. Yeah. That- tell me- we'll ring the bell when we tell that story. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, I told Tim, I was like, you're not, you're not getting picked. I mean, because, I mean, maybe. I looked, I am not in our local court the day that he is there that would be funny as hell that would be great um they're like do you know anyone he's like that's my wife there tell us a shitty work story tell us a good work story give us a rant tell us we've talked a lot about shitty customer service yeah i had shitty customer service the other day this was not a great story so it wasn't worth telling but but we want to hear your (laughs) shitty customer service like use us as you're bitching and complaining stomping ground, because here's what's going to happen. This is going to almost turn into the you rant to us. We read it out loud. Then we're going to talk about it. And it's going to be so fucking therapeutic. This is not a therapy we'll probably podcast. justify your rant. We will probably justify your rant. Tell me your Starbucks order. Because what if it's a good order? I might want to try it. Tell us about a menu item at any restaurant that you're pissed that it's gone. Like Emily, friend of the pod, told us about not being too excited about the uh, s'mores wrap is gone. S'mores. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was big man. 
Yeah. Definitely. Tell us about a secret menu item or like a menu hack that you do. I would love to know that. Or any great life hacks you have. We would love to share those with other members of the jury. Oh, I would. Yeah, I love a life hack. Yeah. Just send us fucking crazy ass memes. I love that shit. Tell us your favorite meme. Yes. Drop. You can just drop those into our socials. It's air quote law pod on Instagram or Twitter. Or TikTok. Um, or TikTok. Can you send, is there DMs on? I don't TikTok. So. You can DM on TikTok. Okay. So yeah, send it, send a good meme. Everybody loves a good meme. Yeah. Well, I'd say 60% of the, the pod group chat is just memes, which I appreciate. It's probably true. Um, yeah. Send us, we speaking have, of which. We haven't, had a good, we haven't had a good Dally Mini in a while. Send us your virtual Send us a Dally Mini. We'll try to describe it. Um, one of the one of the cool memes that was sent recently, uh, where was this? Which could be a prompt for send me one of yours, your version of this meme, is the House Hunters International. Everybody knows the House Hunters International. Like, I'm a butterfly <laughs> therapist. I'm a stay-at-home astronaut. Our budget. I appreciated this because this is what's on in my in-laws' house. 24 7 and i cannot stand it our budget is 3.2 million dollars a butterfly therapist and a stay-at-home astronaut now let's think about the concept of a stay-at-home astronaut yes how the fuck they have a whatever that number was in the millions like like send us your favorite favorite shitty fucking like i'm a professional colored pencil sharpener and <laughs> I collect stamps. Please also send us like your favorite old weird commercials. Oh I my gosh. Or, or, and we love art. If you are inspired by any of our episodes, we've done this, we've done this one time and we're in the process of doing this a second time. Um, actually, we, ha- we have one piece of fan art was friend and guest host of the pod a couple weeks ago. Those stickers already exist. We have another. Check her out. Yep. We have another piece of fan art that's been submitted that is ready to go to press for stickers. We're just waiting till we do a couple other stickers because it's, it's, we send these stickers out absolutely free. So all we're just doing with this podcast is hemorrhaging money, which is cool because it's fun and we love it and we love yeah. you guys. So keep I'm it gonna up. Shout out, I want to spell her name though. Go look her up on Instagram, O-D-D-O-P-U-S. That's where yes. you find her. Um, yes. And um, let me see if I can find the name of who's done the other piece of art that's about to be turned into a sticker. Like it's it's prepped, it's ready to go um we were actually having a little conference this is uh drawn by han h-a-n amy handling i hope you don't mind me giving you a little shout out here one of my spell favorite out posts her username so people can find it what's that spell out her username drawn d-r-a-w-n-b-y han or han h-a-n and today she put a four by four picture today on the day that i'm um we're recording uh four by four grid picture of all of her gaming consoles and i was like this is what the captcha should be like um you know 
click in click in all of the Nintendo items or or whatever. Um, yeah, but but um, you don't have to design stickers. Just write to us. We'll send you stickers, and they will be by some of the people like Amy or like Kitty who have designed stickers for us. And uh, anything that inspires you, I mean, hell, it may end up on an episode cover. Who knows? Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Um, Send us, we didn't do a threesome in this episode because it was just kind of a hacky one-off, let's just keep recording, (laughs) um, which is sort of a weird thing. But if you want to send us, you can, if you want to be creative, with a quiz type of setup that you think might work on the air, we're happy with it. If you're doing the traditional threesome where it's a 1v1, then as we've noted before, um, address that to the third person, the person who should be asking the questions so that, because we all share this inbox. Ariel never checks it, but that's besides that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> I check it. It's what's well, on my phone. I don't check it. I just get notifications. Yeah, I check it. Liz checks it. It's cool. Um, but if you specifically address something to Liz, that means that the quiz is intended to be Ariel versus Jobeth. I'll tell if, you what, though. That way, only Liz will open it. And we're going to be completely honest with it. Um, because why the fuck not? Did you do? We didn't do a quiz, but did you do today's hurdle? I did not. I did not. Let's do it. Um, I got well, it ready. I am sharing computer audio. so, oh, I'm so just... Do it on yours then. Do it on your end. Hurdle. Now by Spotify. It's great. I love Spotify. Happy for them. All right. Are we ready? I'm ready. If you don't do Hurdle, figure it out. Do it again. It's pretty fucking emo. when i don't get it in one second i feel like a failure if i don't get it in one second do you have a guess because you understand if you guess and you have the artist right it'll it's a different color have you ever done that before no i kind of just either don't know it or i do all right so this is like some emo dude do you know any any of the artists that did the soundtrack for the royal tenenbaums no, I've never seen that movie. Really? This is, I, I just want to let you know, this is how I think these things through. Um, because I have somehow pinned this song to making me think of the Royal Tenenbaums, even though I don't think it has anything to do with that movie. I don't think it was part of that movie, but I get that feeling. So the artist might have been it, on that soundtrack. I'm getting different feeling. Okay, what feeling are you? I'm getting, getting Red Hot Chili Peppers feeling. No, no, no. No? Because no. like the guitar... No, this is like some fucking emo, whiny shit. I could be wrong. Um, I don't think it's any... So the other cool thing about Hurdle is that when you start typing in, like I just typed in Red Hot, it gave me four Red Hot Chili Pepper songs that we know are loaded into the database. It's not Californication. It's not Under the Bridge. It's not Can't Stop. No. I don't think it's snow. No, it's snow. It's not so, uh, snow. I I know all of those and I don't think it's any of those so we can cancel them out. So do we want to guess a, a word or just skip and get the next one? Um, 
I mean, if there's a band you think it is, like, you could throw. Mm, I don't know what. Mm. What's something emo? Who who's somebody emo? I mean, like, I don't. Who's somebody emo that I don't think it is? I don't know. You could throw in like Fallout Boy, there, emo, right? But it's, I'll it's not Fallout Boy. Not Fallout Boy. No, because I'm not getting emo vibes. But um, uh, oh no, Panic at the Disco, there, emo-y. No, but this is too slow for them. I'm gonna do this Fallout Boy. What's the? Is it, it's not Centuries by Fallout Boy. Centuries. That's the one that's like Remember Me for Centuries. No, it's not that. It's not that. You know, there's somebody listening right now that's like, "You motherfuckers!" It's this. They're screaming. They're screaming yes. right now. All right. Do we just skip it? Sure. All right. Now we get two seconds. Wait. Oh, I don't know. I hate when I don't know. But that additional information was not helpful to me. No, not at all. Except that it doesn't sound as emo as I think you thought it did. Right. There, I definitely lost a little of that edge. All right. If you're listening to this and you're screaming because you don't know it, tweet at us. Tweet at us about how dumb we are. And I'll let you know that we don't do these episodes live, so they can help. But please do. <laughs> okay, we just fucking stopped and changed keys. Yeah, none there. of this is <laughs> weird. <laughs> All right, if we want to try to do a guess. I mean, it's a band with a guitar. Great. Good hint. Good good hint. Good guess. Yeah, good guess. Um, I mean, I definitely don't think it's Red Hot Chili Peppers anymore. It's also not Rage Against the Machine. I can guarantee you that. Oh, shocking. I could I could be really good at any bands what's not. <laughs> but that's another game. Uh, yeah, it's, this is definitely 100% not a song that is in the um discography of um oh god i just blanked on the name of this band they're on tour which surprised the shit out of me um the b-52s they're on tour Mm -hmm. they're still kicking it i mean good for them and the redhead's still as hot as she ever was same as it ever was It's generic enough that, like, I don't have an inspired guess. Yeah, same. Normally, I can kind of parse these out. We're um, we're, we're lost here. All right, look, 
Let's just go to the next segment. We got nothing new. I, I need the part where the guy comes in and starts whining. It, it, I know that. I know that's coming. I know hurdle is like a formula, right? So you get certain amounts of time, but it feels flawed when like this, you don't get anything new with the next increment of time. It's not giving me new information. Yeah. I don't like that. That's because it was just a shitty ass song. many more do we have left after this two i don't know let's just power through go to the next one I wasn't expecting a female voice there. I was expecting some whiny ass email dude. Well, now I 100% know I don't know it because if I don't know it by when the voice comes in, yeah. I don't know it. Let's listen again. I mean, I, I always default when I don't know to to say the words, which include home, stretch. Which aren't coming up. Hmm. All right. Should we just figure out what it is? Yeah, one more. The voice doesn't even sound familiar to me. Oh, it just—that yeah, was it. We're done. It's uh, "The Bones" by Marin Morris. I've never heard of this. I don't think I have either. "The Bones" by Marin Morris. I mean, I know all these songs. Are all the hurdle songs number one at some point? Or I have, I have no idea. I, so, I, do, I do know that um, one of the songs, because I'm like, oh, is this ever going to pop up in here? Um, and then you can see if it's in the database. Hmm. Uh, Careless Whisper is not. Interesting. It's like I was doing one of those over the weekend. They have those like try not to sing challenges on YouTube where they place like a bunch of, they'll have either like you know 90s or 2000s but there was one for 2022 and so the challenge is to try not to sing and if you sing you drink um yeah. i was doing it the opposite because i know too many of them yeah. so we were doing it if you don't know you have to drink but even 2022 i was like i'm not gonna know any of these and i knew over half of them i was very surprised um but those are fun so there wasn't really much of that story except that i suggest 
doing a try not to sing challenge, but reverse it because I want to sing the songs. No well, one wants got, to sing the songs, but we're gonna do a power hour on the pod before we do that. How many power hours have you done this week? Not not as many as you. No. <laughs> then I won't tell you how many I've done. All right. So anyway, my kid is home from the fair, so we're gonna call this quits. The fair? Yeah, it's weird. It's a Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, kids. Uh, till next time. Write us. Tell us cool stuff. Something Call me, crazy. Beat me. This one's adjourned. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric I'm DC. I host the rock podcast back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30 minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to back to the arena, the interviews. Electric acid. Electric acid.